Hi, I'm Sue. And I'm Rach. And this is the Georgia Hair Podcast. And in this episode, we're talking about Bath Tangle. Hey, Rach, what you been up to? Well, I've been busy, busy. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Um, Christmas mm-hmm. preparations, mm-hmm. school Christmas fair, oh. Christmas shenanigans. <laughs> and Good. you've been busy as well? I've moved house. Yeah. I'm feeling a little bit panicky because all my books are in boxes. And because my husband packed them, he did not label which is the Georgia Heyer box. Oh my goodness. I don't know where they are. No, that, that's very anxiety inducing. Yeah, it really is. And we haven't seen each other since yeah. we went to Bath. Yay, we did. We went to Bath with a couple of non Georgia Heyer reading friends. Yeah. So we kind of had like a sub chat all the time, didn't we? Where we, yeah. we were like, oh, that's super. Oh, look, that's Laura Place. <laughs> That's the assembly rooms. And we did yeah. drag them to some places. We, they, I don't think they realised what we were doing. Why we were so excited. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, we took them to the assembly rooms, didn't we? You sat against the wall like a wallflower. Yeah, no one asked, well, no, no one asked me to dance. <laughs> <laughs> Should I have? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Um, yeah, do check out our Instagram account for photos of that adventure. Um, and that's why we decided to do Bath Tangle. Yeah. Yeah, it felt good. Appropriate. Yeah. So a quick summary of Bath Tangle then. Um, Before the story begins, the Earl of Spenborough, a robust man in his 50s, died unexpectedly. Mm. And he leaves behind him his daughter, Serena, and his very young second wife, Fanny. Mm. So Fanny is unusually uh, actually younger than her stepdaughter yeah it's got to be awkward hasn't it but they get on really well they do get on really well yeah but it is serena that looks after fanny isn't it oh very much more than the other way around yeah and then so there's a the reading of the will yeah and it becomes we should say there's no male oh yeah offspring so and the states are entailed and so that means it goes to his next male relative which is some cousin cousin yeah um but Serena does have some money coming to her. Mm. But uh, the Earl of Spenborough has, in an eccentric move, uh, put that into the keeping of Rotherham. Yes, and trust Rotherham, Rotherham, isn't it? Yeah, and Rotherham gets to decide, well, he gets to approve who Lady Serena uh, marries. Yeah, so don't, so I think she's allowed to marry without his... Okay, oh, yeah, because he won't get the, yeah, she won't get the money unless mm-hmm. he approves. And that's kind of awkward because yeah. they used to be engaged and Serena jilted him yeah mm. and there's they remain oh yeah on friends. friendly terms yeah. although there's like it's Lots quite a fiery yeah. relationship isn't it yeah um and we do learn quite early on that that's why they the engagement that was why she broke up the engagement yeah they were arguing weren't they all the time yeah yeah um so no they find out about that situation with the will they um serena and fanny are living together at the dower house but they f- they're finding it too difficult living so close to home and seeing yeah. the changes that the new owner has brought in yeah so serena has very much been the lady of the house hasn't yeah. she so she organizes everything yeah she um yeah she runs the household mm. and she is and the estates yeah and she's finding it very difficult to see somebody else in her father's place mm. who she doesn't think is up to yeah snuff ym yeah. um, and that is very difficult for her and there is lots of friction between mm. 
the dower house and yeah. the main house. So her and Fanny decide to decamp to Bath to kind of just cheer themselves up. Um, they're going to live quite quietly in Bath because they're still in mourning. Mm. But when they arrive in Bath, uh, Serena bumps into Hector Kirkby, Major Hector Kirkby, who was her first love yeah. back when she was a green girl. And there's, there's still a spark there. Yeah. The, yeah. And they become secretly engaged. The years roll back. Yeah. And mm. Rotherham, on hearing about this, um, proposes to a quiet girl who is in no way suited to him. And the tangle is really how these pairs yeah. unknot themselves yeah. and <laughs> reorder into couples that make sense. Yeah. It's a love quartet. Well, no, because there's Fanny in it. Quintet. Quintet. Uh, hold on, are we even counting Emily as one of five, though? No, I think... Oh, then it's a quartet. Four, four and em- Emily. Okay, we'll come on to her later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Serena is 25 and a Titian-haired beauty. Yeah. It's always the ones with red hair, isn't it? <laughs> um, and she's got... Oh, she's got quite a fiery personality as well, hasn't she? Yeah. She's very independent and strong-willed. Yeah, I think she's used. They make so Fanny makes reference to her being raised more as a boy than a girl. Yeah. Um. She's, she yeah she, her father um, you know doesn't says she can do anything and she um, I and I guess has created this this mm. independent um personality and she she has been the lady of her father's estate yeah. for a long time. Yeah, very so popular among them. Yeah, so she's got a real independence, but also a temper. Yeah, there's a nice description of her here early on. It says, um, but no one could look upon that beautiful face with its lovely, willful mouth, its lustrous eyes, brilliant under rather heavy, smiling lids, and think its owner cold-hearted. In fact, it was quite the last epithet anyone could have found to bestow upon such a vital, passionate creature as Serena, thought Fanny. She was headstrong and obstinate, sometimes quite dreadfully mannish, as eccentric as her father, quick-tempered, impulsive, impatient of restraint, and careless of appearances. But with all these faults, and a great many more, she had a wealth of kindness and of generosity, and a chivalry which made her beloved amongst her father's dependents. Yeah. Because I think it is quite easy not not to feel particularly sympathetic towards Serena. Yeah. And she's definitely got... A, so the, it, she's passionate but she's got she's definitely got a reserve about her feelings hasn't she she definitely yeah. keeps them in check so she doesn't she's obviously deeply upset about her father's death yes but she doesn't like people showing her sympathy for it yeah and she yeah and she'd yeah, be mortified if anyone yeah mm. offers her sympathy or um could see her cry about it or any any of that yeah but yet she's got this passionate mm. um side of her which is it comes out in her temper yeah and and yeah when, you see her lose her cool a couple of times. Yeah. And especially with Fanny, who's so gentle. It just yeah. makes you wince a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And snapping with yeah, with Hector as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think there's a, there's a scene where she's complaining that she has a headache. She doesn't, but never mind. And and Hector's kind of trying to take care of her and put a pillow yeah. behind her back and fussing over yeah. her. And she... you can Like, her things are tightening on the chair because yeah. she's so tense about it. See, I... I have some sympathy with that. Yeah. Like oh, it yeah. is, I I find Hector mm. a bit soapy and mm. like that kind of 
yeah I think I did at the beginning when he was all like oh she's a goddess she's yeah. perfect Ugh. he does improve he does improve yeah because I think he he sees reasonably early on the way thing well he he begins to realise his mistake yeah in his assessment of Serena and and I think suspects what's going on between Rotherham and Serena in, in terms of Rotherham actually would rather be with Serena and Serena would probably rather be yeah. with him um, and he very sensibly I think steps right back from that and yeah. lets them yeah that to is towards conclusion. the end though isn't it it does yeah yeah I think there's a, there's a few bits where throughout the book where you see their relationship you see why their relationship is not going to work why Serena and Hector's yeah. relationship are not going to work because they his softness and his mm. um solicitude is that the right word mm. um towards her, towards her um is not well received no she at one point she tries to kind of make him into a political yeah husband doesn't she and he it does not seem keen no on that but but yeah it's part of the the problem that they they come from such different worlds yeah there's a good bit actually where you can see the trouble early on between serena and hector oh yeah yeah it was a delight to be alone with her, an agony to be powerless to check her intrepidity. She would brook no hand upon her bridle. He had learnt that when, in actual fact, he had caught it above the bit instinctively when her mare had reared. The white fury in her face had startled him. Her eyes were daggers, and the virago note sounded in her voice when she shot at him from between clenched teeth. Take your hand from my rein. The dangerous moment passed, his hand had dropped, and she had got the mare under control, and she said quite gently, You must never do that again, Hector. Yes, yes, I understand, but when I cannot manage my horse, I will sell them, and take to tattling instead. Yeah. Oh. So, he sort of, I think that is one of the first times where he thinks, oh, you know, yeah, I think she sees that it's not, she's not quite the being mm. that he had imagined her to be or he remembered yeah. her to be it's easily done they haven't seen each other for years and years yeah he's built up this picture of her as being basically perfect put on a pedestal yeah and, uh, and also to be fair on him i mean so he they had in their i think it must have been when she was 19 or something yeah. that they first um they first knew each other and they first fell in love mm. and then wasn't allowed to marry her mm. so uh, he's a second son at that point wasn't he yeah father um yeah disagreed disagreed mm. with the match mm. and um then went off to war mm. and so very much had this image of this perfect being mm. and, and he created that in the years of war and the years of being yeah. alone and so he built her up to be this goddess mm. figure um you know he was at war he was yeah. alone he was yeah um I'm not blaming Hector for any of this. Or indeed no, no. Yeah, because I guess for her, it was somebody that um, that saw her in a completely different way to how mm. Rotherham sees her. So mm. Rotherham sees her as she is. Yeah. And with all her faults. Mm -hmm. And then to have somebody love you um, and worship you and to gloss over those faults not mm. yeah I guess not be aware of them but to um, to feel like that yeah it's good for the yeah, ego isn't it it'd be good for the ego mm. um, probably I, I think probably because she recently lost her father she, she actually was in quite a vulnerable place mm -hmm. um, she doesn't like to be vulnerable and you know it all came 
it all came down to that really didn't it yeah so let's consider either Rotherham then yeah it is more difficult to like him isn't it um I don't know I'm not sure how I feel about him he's okay he's I wouldn't want to work with him no, he's not, ni- he's not particularly nice to his servants. No, they're scared of him. Yeah. He's horrible to Emily. Yeah. Hold on, here's a, here's a description of him. So, from his appearance, he might have been almost any age and was, in fact, in the late 30s. Of medium height only, he was very powerfully built, with broad shoulders, a deep chest, and thighs by far too muscular to appear to advantage in the prevailing fashion of skin-tight pantaloons. He was seldom seen in such attire, but generally wore top boots and breeches. His coats were well cut, but made so that he could shrug himself into them without assistance, and he wore no other jewellery than his heavy gold signet ring. He had few graces, his manners being blunt to a fault, made as many enemies as friends, and had he not been endowed with birth, rank and fortune, would possibly have been ostracised from polite circles. But these magical attributes were his, and he acted like a talisman upon his world. His belcher neckties and his unconventional manners might be deplored, but he must be accepted. He was Rotherham. Mm. I mean, I think that's why I'm struggling to dislike him too much because he has <laughs> the thighs, muscular thighs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he—he's not. So at least Serena, she's got a temper. She can, but she, she's mm. kind mm. at the same time. She is kind to Fanny, although she sometimes snaps. Yeah, uh, but um, I don't get the feeling that he's particularly kind. I—I I don't know what his good points are. Yeah, there's talk about how he is with his nephews. Right, so Gerard Monksley comes into yeah. it later on, and he just doesn't get on. They don't gel. No. And so, yeah, he was pretty dismissive yeah. of him. But it sounded like he was maybe, he got on better with the other boy. Yeah, he but. He was I'm a bit not, more rambunctious. Yeah, the, liked him more because he was, yeah, a bit more, more like sturdy him. and, yeah, exactly, a bit more like yeah. him. But absolutely no sympathy towards a boy who's a bit more sensitive. Yeah. And not manly mm. enough. And we do have to cover his treatment of Emily Leyland. So yeah. Emily is who he gets engaged to when he finds out that Serena yeah. is engaged We don't know Hector. that at the time. So we don't, no. we don't... Serena hadn't told Ivo about Hector. Yeah. But things get around, bath yeah. quizzes, all that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he, he finds out... We learn later on that he finds out and that's why he gets engaged to poor Emily Leyland. And I think he describes that as a crass mistake. Yeah. Because he says that he, he just did it in, in anger. Yeah. So he does acknowledge some of his faults, I suppose. He does. He did it in anger. And in the beginning, he definitely intended to be kind to her and to yeah. treat her carefully and all oh, of yeah. that. But then he sees Serena and Hector together and realises they are not a good match. Yes. And at this point, he's like, right, I, okay. I have made a massive mistake. I need to untangle this. Yeah. And he does that by try trying to get Emily to cry off from the engagement. Yeah, by just being an absolute yeah. swine. Yeah. And the thing I find really uncomfortable about it is that he um, he obviously makes advances towards her to scare yeah. her. And then Serena is excusing him all the time. Yeah. And there's a bit about his rough kissing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, exactly. And also there's horrible lines about... Um, 
oh, she, you know, he will school her sort mm. of thing. He, mm. Oh, he will make it. Yeah, he her. will mould her into the woman that he yeah. wants her to be. And also teach her not to shrink from his embraces or something oh, yeah. like that. There's yeah. some sort of line like that makes me feel really uncomfortable yeah. about this poor girl who is 18 probably yeah maybe even I think 17, she's, yeah, yeah. Um, who has been you know initially swept away mm. um, by all the riches, by all the riches and, yeah. and the fact that she's gonna marry a Marcus yeah. and all of that mm. and and then suddenly realizes what that means yes um, and, and, he, yeah, and and he does it all to scare her yeah, it's effective in the end, isn't it? In the end, yeah. But Except, yeah, yeah, it takes longer than he thinks because of how much Emily's mother, oh yeah, Mrs. Lay, Mrs. Layland, Layland, yeah, wants her daughter to be married off to. Oh yeah, she's a, she's the a highest opponent. bidder. She's a good opponent for Rosalind. Yeah. I think they they, yeah, try and outbox each other. And then also he's slightly hamstrung by Serena trying to school yeah. Emily because. To give Serene her credit, she doesn't want Rotherham to be humiliated by being jilted twice. So she's mm. trying to, yeah, you know, talk up Rotherham to Emily and kind of help mm. her uh, get to grips with the role that she'll take, yeah, in society. Yeah, and however much she doesn't understand it, she does believe that he loves Emily. Yeah. Yeah. She cannot imagine why he would get engaged yeah. with her otherwise. Yeah, and so, yeah, they. Um, yeah exactly and she suddenly in this in this got blinkers on in mm. terms of oh no they absolutely have to marry because mm. he can't be jilted again mm. so when Rotherham comes down to bath and he sees serena and hector together it's it's almost like he's poking out a few little tender spots to see yeah how their relationship is actually working yeah so when he comes to dinner he um with, with Hector and Fanny and, mm. and Serena um, you can tell that he thinks that this isn't mm. going to be a happy match mm. and um, he does yeah he does poke a bit like so he says to Serena oh why don't you get him involved in politics because yeah. they're both quite mm. into politics um, I'm assuming there must be Tories because they say something bad mm. about the Whigs um, and and it's clear that Hector doesn't have any interest in politics because no. he's been at war. Yeah, and um, and I, I think this all shows that he does everything he can to show how much Serena and Rotherham have in common, hmm. and how little Serena and Hector yeah. have in common. It's a very awkward dinner party, isn't it? Yeah. It's like Fleabag esque. Yeah, um, and I think. And that's when all the stuff about the money comes out as well. Like yeah. so, they so Hector learn how learns how much money Serena is. Oh, is that then? In, okay. Yeah, is gonna get. Mm. And Rotherham tells him, mm. and Hector feels very uncomfortable about it just because of the disparity between yeah. their wealth. Yeah. And Hector makes a comment about wanting to put it in trust for their mm. children. Mm. Um, and Serena's like, no way. I'd rather <laughs> not. Thank you. Um. And again, Rotherham sort of backs up Serena in that, mm. and mm. you can just see how oh the cracks are just appearing. Just, aren't yeah, they? exactly. Just the differences between Hector and yeah. Serena, both in terms of their way of life, mm. their um, yeah, yeah, what they're used to, their wealth, and their personalities. Yeah, 
and that comes out as well when um Serena comes in so the, i think this is before this point but um S serena is reading um lady caroline lamb's glenarvan, glenarvan. Yeah. yeah and he comes in and then it turns out that which is quite a which was a big thing mm. in, at the time when mm. she wrote this mm. um has lots of characters in it that are real people and she basically yeah. is a satire of like the of that of world Ugolina? yeah well from um yeah from sylvester yeah oh. so hector is upset about this especially when he learns that rotherham sent her mm. this book slightly racy book isn't it yeah mm. yeah um warm um and he says so yeah so i think this is before rotherham knows before serena has told rotherham about hector mm. but he knows anyway right well yeah but we don't know that at this point okay um for my this is hector for my part i would choose to admit him into our confidence if only that i might have the right to inform him that i am not very much obliged to him for sending you a novel which you describe as rather warm <laughs> good god if that is the humour you were in I will most certainly fob him off she cried how can you be so absurd Hector do you believe me to be an innocent Calantha Rotherham knows better what he demanded sharply no no pray Fanny interposed in an imploring tone Major Kirkby you are quite mistaken Serena consider what you are saying dearest Indeed, your vivacity carries you too far, very lightly. But it will be well if Hector learns not to place the worst construction on what I say, Serena reported, her colour considerably heightened. He said quickly, I, I beg your pardon, I did not mean. Good God, how could I possibly, if you were not an innocent um, Calantha, as you put it, now don't eat me. I'm persuaded you would feel as strongly as I do the impropriety of anyone sending you such a book to read. Throw it away and let us forget about it. You cannot like to see your friends libelled, surely. Now this goes beyond the bounds of what may be tolerated, declared Serena, between vexation and amusement. My friends, the Melbourne house set, do you take me for a wig? Oh, I've never felt so insulted. I don't know what you deserve. I should do to you. So it just mm. shows the complete mm. disparity between the, between the two. Hector suggested throwing away a book. That's no, never acceptable, Hector. I know, but I think, you know, he comes from this world, it's quite, mm. um, I, I mean, I, I, you know, they're, they're all rich comparatively, yeah. but mid, maybe middle class mm. world where just different morals, and he's quite a moral character. Definitely, and he sits, he gels so much better with Fanny. Yeah. Fanny's just interested in royal gossip. Yeah. Doing some shopping. Yeah, not this world of high politics and ton and, and yeah. all of that which um, Serena is just absolutely immersed in that is her mm, world mm. She's and built it, for it just shows how different um, yeah. those worlds are I do actually rather like the blossoming of Hector and Fanny's relationship Does, yeah. despite the fact that Hector is engaged to another woman yeah. I mean there's it some happens issues quite around that. slowly doesn't it yeah and you can just see that they almost like start to spend more time mm. together you can see there's lots of time that they spend together that's really chaperoned yeah yeah and i think fanny um you start noticing her feelings first like i think yeah. there's a point where she just bursts into tears when she's talking to yeah. her dad <laughs> because hector and serena are getting married um and yeah hector I think as a reader, you see how well suited they are 
before mm. they get it. Yeah. And then there's a bit where Fanny's being proposed to by a very young man. Yeah. And he's being a bit aggressive with it. And uh, Major Hector Kirkby swans in and sends the guy. And actually handles it really nicely. Doesn't yeah. take it too seriously, but, you know, gets rid of the guy. And then there's lots of kind of like, they, they hold hands, don't yeah. they? Yeah, because Fanny's very upset about this, isn't she? She's oh, yeah. actually mortified and thinks it's something she's done that yeah. has led him on in some way. Yeah. And, and Hector... Yeah, reassures her, mm. and then it's oh, yeah. sort of she's like clinging to him or something. So Fanny says, uh, in the after Major Kirkby's got rid of this this guy, I beg your pardon. It is very silly. Fanny choked, making heroic efforts to compose herself and succeeding only in uttering a stifled sob. I didn't know how to stop him, and he kept on kissing my hands and saying such things and frightening me so. Indeed, I am very sorry to be so foolish. I'm I'm so very much obliged to you for sending him away. I can't think what I should have done if you had not come in, for he, oh, Major Kirkby, he actually put his arm around me. I am so much ashamed, but indeed I never gave him the least encouragement. At this point, the Major, going on better than Mr. Ride, put both his arms around the drooping figure, cradling it protectively and saying involuntarily, Fanny, Fanny, there, my darling, there, there. Don't cry. I'll see to it the young chub doesn't come near you again. There's nothing now to be frightened of. Quite how it happened, neither knew. The outraged widow, finding an inviting sh shoulder so close, sank instinctively against it, and the next instant was locked in a far more alarming embrace than she had been subjected to by the unlucky Mr. Ride. The impropriety of it did not seem to strike her. Her heart leaped in her bosom. She clung tightly to the Major and put up her face to receive his kiss. For a long moment they stayed thus. Then, as though realisation dawned simultaneously on each of them, Fanny made a convulsive movement to free herself, and the Major's arms dropped about her, and he sprang up, explaining, Fanny, oh my God, my God, what have I done? Yeah, oh, it's a bad thing to happen, to be kissing your mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, and your best friend's yeah. fiancé. Oh, there's layers of badness to it, isn't there, really? Yeah. I mean, and it's, at this point, he at least... So I'm not sure he, before that he realised... His, he realised his yeah. feelings for Fanny yeah. but he definitely realised at this point I think about how ill-suited he mm. was to Serena mm -hmm. so the scales have fallen from his eyes by this yeah. point I think yeah. um, and then it, yeah it was at this time where he think, actually mm. Fanny is the woman for me I think they'll make a lovely couple yeah he'll look after her and she'll enjoy being looked after yeah they've got the same sort of tastes they'll be very happy they're, they're the couple I ended up liking on this I think the first time I read Bartangle absolutely ages ago I was probably pretty dismissive of Fanny and Hector because yeah. they I would have just seen them as the secondary characters and mm. wow, whatever, who cares about them. But this time around, I, I really respect their qualities. Um, yeah. You know, they are kind, loving people. Yeah. There, there's a bit that annoys me when Rotherham says something like, oh, people like you will always be happy. Very dismissive, mm. almost like he's saying, you're so simplistic. Yeah. You'll be okay. Yeah. It's yeah. complicated people like me and Serena who have yeah ups and downs um it's so patronizing but yeah I, I think fanny fanny and hector will will know how to care for each other yeah and they and they comp yeah exactly they complement each other very well don't they mm. so yeah she is more timid mm. and she does need looking after and um that's what he likes to do yeah and you can see what a comfort he is to her so when the whole uh, Emily and um, what's his name? Monksley. 
Uh, Gerard. Gerard. Elopement happens, which mm. we can talk about in a minute. But um, he he provide yeah support provides support to her mm. and um, yeah it you can see how well they work together. Yeah, and um, that leads us on to how well do we think Serena and Rotherham are going to get on? So we mentioned on Facebook that uh, we were going to be reading Love Tangle and Elizabeth Kirkham. Um, Hi Elizabeth. Hello. Um, she said that she found none of the main characters very sympathetic and she can't imagine how Serena and Ivo will get on in the long term. Yeah. Oh. It's an interesting question because yeah. I do sometimes worry about some of these characters and how their marriage yeah. is going to work out. Mm. And this is probably... Considering that they were engaged before and... Yeah. They haven't really changed they either of them. I don't know what's changed. Maybe actually them breaking up, trying it with other people and realising, you know what, I, I know what works for me now and I need yeah. that friction. I, yeah. I, maybe that's going to help. Maybe. But it's definitely going to be a fiery relationship with yeah. tons of arguments. But I, some, some couples are like that. Yeah. And it doesn't, and it works and they're fine. Mm. They can argue and it's, mm. it's all okay in the end. Some mm. people can't argue the whole time and not feel anxiety and yeah and all of that but some people can and so maybe they'll be all right i like to think they'll be okay i just feel worried about their servants oh yeah but she actually is yeah. a lot softer than yeah. him in that regard it's not softer but she's all kinder isn't she sometimes it feels quite manipulative though doesn't it like during the elopement bit she knows the local they go into a couple of inns don't they mm. she knows the local landlords yeah. And she's definitely playing the yeah, role. Yeah, uses it to her advantage. Yeah, 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 definitely. But, you know, they're gonna... They're of each other's worlds and they are, mm. you know, they'll they'll be in those political yeah. circles and they'll um, host dinner parties and mm. all of that kind of stuff that, that they both like mm. doing in that world. They might not be that picture of domestic no. bliss, but they will... Yeah, I guess, and that, I, I, it's quite interesting. They say, you know, we're not going to have an engagement. Mm. Um, in the end, they say we're not going to have an engagement. We'll just get married yeah. because then neither of us can do anything about it. <laughs> um, yeah, they both know they got, need to trap each other in this yeah. relationship and just ride it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do, I do worry, but mm. um, I also don't care that much. No, I know they're not particularly likable characters, so no. maybe they just deserve each other. I think this is the second time I've read the book because read it ages ago. I thought. Yeah, don't yeah. particularly like anyone here. At least um, she won't be road roughshod over. You know, yeah. anybody else that he marries yeah. is not going to be a match for him. Mm. At least she's a match for him. Yeah, neither of them have to pull their punches. Yeah, at least it's not going to be unhappy in that way. It's just going to be yeah, um, fiery. Well, yeah, saying that, um, there was a bit in there where I think... Uh, Serena tries to slap him. I guess he said something rude. And he says to her, you'll hit me when I choose to let you and at no other time, Serena. I just think, oh. (laughs) Are they a little bit into that? Because then he gives her a rough snog at the end. Yeah. And he was snogging Emily roughly. Yeah. I would feel a little bit uncomfortable when you sort of... It happens quite a few times in Haya where um, the hero kisses, kisses the heroine mm. and she at first struggles a little bit yeah. and then she sort of she submits, yeah, submits <laughs> to his will a little bit I always feel a bit uncomfortable about that but yeah. I think um, Emily manages to get a decent 
ending out of this because she is yeah. too young to get married she's living with a horrible mum and her dad who just seems a bit rubbish um, yeah. and at the end of it she gets to go and live with her racist grandma Mrs Floor <laughs> yeah she does say a few dodgy things doesn't she Mrs Floor she does yeah um, but she also Mrs Floor does have the merit of um, actually asking quite pertinent questions about Rotherham's character when she thinks that he's going to marry her granddaughter the title and the, the, the wealth of the man don't come into yeah. it as much as whether he's going to treat her granddaughter kindly yeah so we haven't talked about Mrs Floor have we but she's Emily's rich vulgar vulgar um, grandmother who yeah. Lady Laylam wants to sort of keep oh yeah yeah <laughs> quiet about mm. because she doesn't really reflect well on the family but she's mm. got I mean so apart from the racism yeah. um, which does feel like a strange sentence um, yeah. <laughs> she's quite a, a fun character isn't she she yeah. um, seems to understand what's happened in the in the end so when mm. when Rotherham and Emily confront yeah. each other yeah. after the elopement yeah. um, so Emily yeah. tries to elope with Gerald Monkley or rather Gerald Monkley tries to elope with Emily in order to yeah. save her from Rotherham yeah but and they get he, Serena catches them yeah he's Rotherham's nephew yeah and yes so Serena ca- learns about this catches them up mm. takes Emily back mm. um, and then when yeah Emily is confronting Rotherham um, so Lady um, Laylam has sort of set it up set, oh, she's set, 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 yeah, it she's really engineered it well and tries to get Emily to to admit the whole mm. to, uh, to Rotherham because um, clearly she can see that he mm. if she does that and says how sorry she is mm. um, there's no way that he has Rotherham, to still marry her he has to still marry her yeah um, uh, but then Lady Flo- uh, sorry uh, Mrs Floor comes in mm. and Rotherham sees his way out, which mm. is to really aggravate <laughs> Mrs. Floor, yeah. um, which he doesn't manage to do. It's his, it's his skill set. But as soon as Emily says, "Oh no, I can't do this. I can't marry you," yeah, he suddenly goes. He steps back, doesn't he? Yeah. He suddenly goes, "Okay, I'm. Re- I am almost says sorry. Yeah, almost yeah. apologises for hate behaviour." A huge gulf between him being so horrible <laughs> that Emily cries off marrying him and just how he actually is. No. No, there's a gap, but it's not a huge gap. There is a gap, but he does. He's, but he's quite. In the end, he does say one kind thing to Emily. Oh, what was that? Which is um, that she doesn't because her mother makes her worry about. Oh, you'll never get married again Mm -hmm. if you pry off all Mm -hmm. of this. And and he says, "You are young. Mm. You um you you will you will not be affected by this. You will end up. Yeah, it will not stop you marrying again." To give some reassurance to her, at least. I mean, and lets her keep the ring, which she's happy about. Oh, yeah, she really liked that. <laughs> but it is, I guess, when it all comes out in the papers, as it will... Well, it's going to be massively awkward for everybody. Yeah, and she... It will definitely look... If they just go off and get married straight away, Serena and Rotherham... Yeah. Emily is going to look jilted. Yeah. I do not know how you manage that that communication maybe Rotherham's just he's got a lot of money and influence hasn't he maybe he can suppress it somehow but it's okay for Rotherham and Serena because they don't care what the world thinks I'm guessing what has to happen is there's first an announcement to say the engagement has broken up yeah and then there'll be the announcement that Serena and Mm. yeah Rotherham have got married but there's going to be a lot of conjecture there isn't there yeah I think there will be some satirical cartoons 
Yes. Cutting. Yeah. It will be much talked of. Yeah. Um, I'd also just like to interject with um, a little a little well done to Hector, because I feel like he was quite instrumental in actually making this happy outcome happen. Okay, go on. I'll tell you for why. So when Serena goes herring off trying to catch up with Gerard and Emily on their rubbish elopement, um, she leaves behind a letter for Fanny explaining everything. Mm-hmm. And quite tellingly in that letter, all of her concern is about Rotherham, not yeah. Emily. It's about Rotherham being humiliated. Yeah. Because of two jiltings. Um, yeah. And Hector, Fanny shows this letter to Hector. Mm. Hector reads it, obviously understands what that signifies. Mm. And then when Rotherham shows up and Fanny and Hector are talking to him, Hector shows the letter to to Rotherham saying, yeah. I believe this makes things tolerably clear. Yeah. And then Rotherham reads it and sees what's going on, sees yeah. that for some reason Serena's massively interfering yeah working against both of their goals really um, and can probably work out why yeah. she's interfering so much because actually yeah. she does um, she does love him now my favourite bit in this book mm. I think towards the end you finally get some humour in there with the elopement so Gerard Monksley rocks up to Rotherham and uh, has a go at him for stealing Emily from from him because apparently they liked each other ages ago Um, and he wants to give him a really good telling off but also he needs to borrow money from Rotherham so it's it's a little bit tricky to do and Rotherham just you know makes mincemeat out of him Mm. and uh, and then also just lends him some money and, uh, and tells him to leave and go and go yeah. back home. And to be fair, mm. at this point, Gerard doesn't know he's going to elope with Emily. No, he yeah. just borrows the money because yeah. he needs it. Um, and then he decides, no, he's going to go to Bath. And he uses <laughs> Rotherham's own money to elope with, it is with Emily. With his wife. Yeah, and he still doesn't have that much money. So he, he can only get yeah only get horses to... Wolverhampton, where he's going to take the stage, take the stage to Gretna and Green. that yeah, that all is like this comedy where is that it's quite amusing, and yeah. I think also Mrs. Floor's reaction to mm. that, like she seems to be more outraged by the shabby nature yeah. <laughs> of the elopement um, mm. than the actual elopement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Priorities, Mrs. Floor. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that is a good point. <laughs> so I guess the big unfolding. Uh, untanglement. <laughs> yeah. Detangle? Untangle. De- de- detangle is not. Yeah. Detangle. <laughs> okay. um, Rotherham returns. Well, he, he arrives at Fanny and Serena's home and he's speaking to Serena privately and he's basically telling her off for interfering. Yeah. And through that conversation, it becomes clear that they, they love each other. Yeah. Well, they have the kiss. She kiss. melts. Yeah. Yeah. Rough kiss. She melts. Got it. Um, but she's obviously thinking, oh, God, I've got to let down Hector. Yeah. I, You know, this is awful. And um, and she says, Ivo, I've been Hector's dream. <laughs> he replies, it's a dream he's awakened from, believe me, he said dryly. Lord Serena, the clever fool that you are. Stop mouthing fustian to me or I'll shake some sense into you. Haven't you seen what's been going on under your nose? Your calf love doesn't want to be your husband. He's hoping to God he may become your father-in-law. She stared at him with knit brows, then she began to laugh. 
He kissed her again, heard a slight sound, and looked over her head towards the door. Major Kirkby, quietly entering the room, was standing with one hand on the door, watching them. I don't beg your pardon, Kirkby, Rotherham said. I'm reclaiming my own property. <laughs> yeah, questionable. <laughs> <laughs> Serena pulled herself out of his arms and went towards the Major, her hands held out. Hector, forgive me. I have used you so shamefully. I think I must be the most fickle wretch alive. He took her hands and kissed them. Not as fickle as I, nor such a crass fool. My dear, I wish you happy with all my heart. You are a grander creature than I ever dreamed of. She smiled. Only I am not your dear, and you are the kindest and best of men, but not my love. He was still holding her hands rather flushed, and a rueful look in his eye. There is something. I don't know how to tell you. I, I must appear worse than a fool. I've told her already, interposed Rotherham. I see no need to wish you happy. You'll both be extremely happy. He held out his hand and gripped the Major's, saying with his derisive smile, Do you own at last that I was right when I told Spremborough seven years ago that you and Serena would never suit? When I met you again in this house, I became prepared to dislike you profoundly. I ended the evening most sincerely pitying you. You're too good a man for such a termagant, Kirkby. How like you, how very like you, Serena said. Her eyes went to the door. Fanny, oh foolish Fanny, why didn't you tell me to take my claws out of Hector weeks ago? My dear, you were made for one another. Oh, Serena, I feel a traitress, Fanny said, her eyes brimming over. No, why should you? I'm afraid you will be shocked, my dear, but I'm going to marry the odious Marquis after all. Hector said it would be so, Fanny said, sighing. So yeah, nice yeah. ending, I guess. Yeah. It all got it all it all came out in the wash, didn't it? Yeah, it turned out all right. <laughs> I, I mean, I just can't help thinking that a situation that, like that that happened in real life, there'll mm. be an awful lot more awkwardness about it. Yeah, yeah. So let's reward ourselves for getting through Bath Tangle. Oh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Um, but still, let's go for a good one next time. Bit of, a bit of adventure. Bit of adventure. We're going to go for these old shades. Oh, good. Love First it. in a saga. Yeah, because then we'll read um, Devil's Cup. Cup afterwards, right? Yeah. Good. The, yeah. And then Regency Buck. Buck. Yeah, we could do Regency Buck. Well, there's not a lot yet. Yeah, it's very because little then crossover, isn't there? We'd have to do Infamous Army. Oh. Inf- yeah, that's going to be a slog. <laughs> <laughs> Infamous <laughs> Army. But. Um, yeah, because that's the whole okay. saga. Okay, well, we would definitely do these old shades followed by Devil's Cub. Yeah. And then we'll see where we are. Yeah. So that's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.